just think you should get to have a normal life. Dad, a guy dressed like a bee tried to kill me in my room when I was six. I've never had a normal life. How about some music? And in that moment, all I could think was how did the Hulk turn me into a baby? Will I be a baby forever? Am I the Hulk's baby? Dad, are you listening to your own book? But I was ready for it. Hmm? No, that's, uh, Steve this is the radio. <laughs> turn it it's off. It's so weird. Oh. Something's wrong with this switch. It won't turn I off. I said turn it off. What's that? Turn it up? All right. A little after that, a raccoon from space showed up. I don't think he knew my name. I was just happy to meet a raccoon who could talk. back to a special presentation from back in my day where we like to similar to what i did for spider-man no way home just give you my initial thoughts on a new marvel movie in the mcu that is ant-man and the wasp quantum mania and wow was this film crazy I'll give you a brief couple moments of non-spoiler special especially for your host dave to know when to butt out when he's putting this episode together but basically it was amazing and uh, I loved every minute of it. It was an epic within the MCU, uh, set with the family from Ant-Man franchise, and it's the trilogy capper. Thought it worked well as a standalone movie and a capper to the Ant-Man trilogy. Ant-Man the Wasp had everyone down in the quantum realm, uh, facing off against uh, an evil. Now, basically, non-spoiler, we'll tell you like they showed a lot in the trailer, right? So they showed you kind of what you're dealing with and if you're familiar with the mcu there was a lead up with the loki series that you'll want to watch six episodes of because it ends with he who remains where uh basically starts to lead into teasing the next big bad for the mcu which will be jonathan majors kang the conqueror who shows up in ant-man the wasp quantumania because he's been trapped down there now what what the movie opens up with that not really a spoiler because we knew the villain it was announced he was going to be the villain of the the film, but basically opens on Janet Van Dyne down in the quantum realm, and she encounters, well, I, I won't go into the opening scene, just to say that the movie paid off in ways that uh, I hoped it would, and it set up a great big bad for uh, Phase 5 of the MCU, so, you know, Paul Rudd returning, doing his thing as uh, Scott Lang, Ant-Man, he brought his daughter along, who's now being played by Catherine Newton. Cassie Lang, uh, she gets to have her own suit, and everyone's down there, the whole Ant-Man family. you got Hope Van Dyne, who's the Wasp, played by Evangeline Lilly, and you have uh, the parents, you know, return of Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer as Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. So everyone's down there in the quantum realm. We encounter some wacky characters. It's a bit Star Wars-esque, the way they kind of, it looks like they're going to new planets within the quantum realm, a universe beneath our universe, but it works as a science fiction epic, I think, and it's it's pretty cool to encounter all these different things. From the trailer, you'll notice some guest spots popping up here and there, and it was it was a lot of fun. Now I want to dive into spoilers. I think we're quite good spot to do that. Just gave uh, about three minutes lead time for the gracious host of Back in My Day, Dave, to put this together. So, talking spoilers, man. I thought Jonathan Majors crushed this role as king the conqueror i thought that he came out swinging and i think this movie was a great sort of action sci-fi epic and yeah like there's a lot going on you're gonna have to keep up at times especially going into the third act but i think it's all worth it it all pays off 
and we have a great entry uh, to kick off Phase 5 of the MCU. I just couldn't believe, you know, you see it in the trailer. I'm, I'm kind of annoyed with trailers at this point. Like, I thought the teaser did a good job of hyping you up for this movie. I end up watching the main trailer that came out recently, and it, it does give you a, a little too much, in my opinion, which is not really a negative, I can say, on the movie, just a negative on the process, I guess, or, like, how the studios roll these out. But basically, it showed that Modoc was in this. Now, the cool thing about Modoc, I thought the internet was kind of giving it a bad uh, rep, like judging a book by its cover, looking at the visuals, saying they look silly. The way they pull it off in Quantumania, it is worth it. And I think it, it Modoc was hilarious to me, the way they kind of pay that off. Uh, the spoiler here is that it's uh, Return of Croy Saul, who played Darren Cross, a.k.a. Yellow Jacket. And got kind of crunched into the quantum realm, I guess, is what happens at the end of Ant-Man. It, it kind of reminds me of what they did with Red Skull, you know, after you think he disappeared at the end of uh, First Avenger. Now we've got, you know, Yellow Jacket. He's been kind of crippled and, you know, rebuilt in the quantum realm by Kang. And, you know, Kang, this whole storyline is basically that Janet and, and Kang were going to work together. She didn't realize the kind of man he was supposed to become. Uh, they were working together to get him and his machine, his multiversal traveling machine, uh, to be able to get themselves out of the quantum realm to which he's been trapped. What you don't know is basically you find out is he's been trapped by other versions of himself. And this plays wonderfully into the comics because you got things like the Council of Kangs, which shows up as a great mid credit scene. Uh, you've got yourself like just the, this idea that they knew that one of them would conquer all, and they decided to imprison him in the quantum realm. And I guess this is like the Kang of the MCU for us right now, the big bad. So he that's basically what they have to face off against. And it's kind of ambiguous at the end of what happens to him. But I think based off that mid credit sequence, we're just dealing with a whole multiverse saga here where Phase 5 is going to focus on these Kang villains. And I love to see Ramatut in there, and I love to see... Uh, you know, Immortus, it looked like, who was kind of like leading the charge here against Kang. And I think it's just all versions, and it's Jonathan Majors playing every single one of them, which I thought was ingenious. Now, that's a lot of gushing over a mid credit sequence, but I think it's just a testament to my enjoyment of this film overall, because the whole thing that was action-packed and uh, it raised some, some great, like, mythology within the quantum realm that can maybe bleed out into the greater MCU, especially with, with Kang being established as the the big bad, like I said. So Jonathan Majors pretty much carried this one for me, but everyone else did their part. And uh, Paul Rudd was great as Scott Lang. So it's my favorite of the Ant-Man trilogy. And difficult to place right now. I might want to watch it again, but that's to tease ahead to an episode we're going to be doing on the main feed, which we're going to be ranking all 30 MCU films heading into the end of Phase 4 and into Phase 5. So we're not going to touch on Quantumania in that ranking, but we're going to do the top 30 uh, based on a consolidated listing of back in my day where we took the the three of the main co- co-hosts here, uh, their different MCU rankings, and we combined them into one so we could talk about it there on the next episode of Back in My Day. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please let us know. Uh, you can always give us in the comments or shoot us DMs or whatever your thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, this little Patreon-exclusive slash main feed bonus possibly but we don't know and i'm hoping that dave doesn't get spoiled in this movie so i'm going to ramble it out at the end here for about seven minute mark for the gracious host to edit this thing either way 
loved Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I thought, uh, yeah, it was a great entry to the MCU, and I'm real excited for Phase 5 moving forward. Kang the Conqueror, out. Oh, and I'm obviously going to mention... Nah, I can't. I won't spoil it for Dave. Loki! Loki!